five, four, four three, three, two, one, go. Yay. Uh, hooray. Happy New Year. You guys are so good at counting. <laughs> we should just do that for our podcast. I know. That's it. That's the episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Could you imagine if that it was just us syncing up and that was it? That's a genius idea. <laughs> Next week, we're going to go counting up to 10. Make sure you stick around for that. Every episode, we just count to the number that is the episode number. <laughs> are you one? Are you two? <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nintendo Week for the end of week. Uh, oh, this may be releasing on Valentine's Day. I'll try to do that and make something special out of it for all you lovely Valentines out there. Um, Threw me off my thought. I mean, today we're talking about the Nintendo Direct is really the, the point of the episode. Um, it's been a minute. How's everybody doing? Good. Nice. I'm great, nice. Colin. Thanks for asking. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. We've got the full cast here today. Alex Plant. Hey. Lee Albanese. Hello. Lee? Did you not hear? I said hi. Hi. Oh, oh, I didn't hear it either. It's okay. Now they get <laughs> two. Just Discord glitched at the exact <laughs> wrong place. No, not only do they get two hellos, one of them is completely blown out. So that's fantastic. Awesome. Oh, that's good. That is the work of Dark Alex. <laughs> That's me. I'm a little stinker. <laughs> um, we have had, a, you know, several weeks playing awesome Pokemon games. Uh, honestly, like, I've been trying to finish Legends Arceus before doing an episode about all the Pokemon news that's come out um, in the last, you know, couple months since brilliant diamond shining pearl legends arceus is coming and then inevitably pokemon day at the end of the month but here we have a surprise nintendo direct so uh we're gonna be saving all the pokemon talk for the pokemon day stuff later in february and today is all about the nintendo direct uh because some of us have not you know played a lot of legends arceus yes yet. and uh, uh, I, have I guess not there's not any. really any real spoilers oh no legendary pokemon yeah the end of the world no because you catch them great uh <laughs> i will say i did finally like hit my stride this weekend and actually played a decent amount of it uh oh, good. So oh nice I'm, I'm getting there quick uh uh foreshadowing for next episode are we all liking it i haven't played it okay yeah <laughs> I, I, was, I was i was going to try to um and then i didn't so oh okay you're riveting Thank you. Yeah. I'm a storyteller. <laughs> well, well, we'll have more to say about it next week. And if uh, our friends haven't played it yet, then there'll be some good fresh eyes as to like the questions a non-player would want to like know about what this mean for the future of the series and, you know, is it any good, etc. So good uh, prompts for discussion anyway. Uh, today, let's just jump into the Nintendo Direct piece by piece, announcement by announcement. First of which is Fire Emblem. Uh, what what is the title? Three, three heroes, three right? Hopes. Hopes. Three hopes. Yeah. Fire Emblem Three Hopes is a Fire Emblem Warriors game. Or is it Fire, Fire Emblem, Emblem Warriors, Warriors three, hopes? three Hopes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. It's based on Three Houses. Um, I'm not big into Fire Emblem. Does anyone know more about this than I do? So the impression I'm getting from what I've been reading is that this is uh essentially like another route on the fire emblem three houses story mm -hmm. where uh rather than the three houses fighting each other they join forces against the like bad guy or whatever oh um, yeah i i have been um uh very into fire emblem three houses as of i don't know for like yeah. for like six or seven months um, and I'm, I'm in the, I'm still, I'm in the middle of my second playthrough, but like I've put in like close to 200 hours into this stupid game. So I'm very excited. Um, and yeah, I, I think that's exactly what it is. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like a, what's, what's the, not like a true end, Musu? but like, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a, oh. continu no, yeah, no, that's the type of game it is. Yes. Musu's um, a genre. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it's like a story wise. 
Wouldn't wouldn't it be wouldn't it be nice if this is what happens in the game instead of what happens in the game? So yeah, I'm excited I, to see I mean it. maybe this is the canonical story and maybe. three houses is all the uh the what if. Well, <laughs> I I haven't played all the routes, but it appears that there are new characters in this one in the, in yes, the Warriors game. So it wouldn't are surprise they the same... me if that's how Sorry, they go ahead. decided to do it is we're introducing these new characters. This is like the true like complete mm-hmm. ending. Um, cause I, I, I don't, I, like I said, I've only played through one of the endings. They're all kind of bittersweet, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So this would be, no, the, like, I don't think any of them one. could be considered like great endings. Like they're all, there's, if you really like, think about them, they're kind of upsetting. So. Yeah. Like something tragic went down either caused by your character or caused by some other character. Yes. Well, so then this is the way out, hopefully, unless everyone dies in this route. Um, <laughs> yeah. now. This game is coming to Nintendo Switch on June 24th, so that's going to be a nice summer game. Probably, you know, if you're into the Warriors games, if you're into Fire Emblem, it's going to be something really good and meaty to sink your teeth into. What's uh, your guys' impressions of how this compares to the original Fire Emblem Warriors and even um, Hyrule Warriors? I mean, is... Are, are you seeing them get progressively more fluid? Uh, the thing, are there new I'm, mechanics in this one that, that were not you know, previously around? I don't think they've talked much about the gameplay yet. I'm curious to see whether this is more like Fire Emblem Warriors, the previous one, or more like Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, which was more hmm. focused on like character uh character battling other characters battling other like significant characters rather than conquering the map oh uh, interesting because because uh if, if you remember uh hyrule warriors and fire emblem warriors were both very much about conquering the map whereas hyrule warriors yeah. was more about like defeat the boss enemy uh and i could see this one going either way i mean fire emblem still very much has that like conquest tactics yeah. sort of dna so uh, they they could stick with the traditional format, but I just I'm, I'm I'm not sure. We haven't seen enough yet. To that point, I'm kind of might suspect though that it is more about facing the characters who like are your movable units in Fire Emblem because Three Houses sort of took each one of those individual faces and names, and then you zoom into the battle and they have a bunch of troops with them. Yeah. So it kind of would make sense to me that this is sort of just a different genre take on that. You you know, it's about taking down the leader of these troops, and of course there's a bunch of troops surrounding them, but yeah. not so much about map control. Yeah, yeah, could be. I mean, I guess in a way it's all about map control, but like... <laughs> it's a different you know kind of I map mean. control. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, does anyone play No Man's Sky? And if not, are you interested in picking it up on Nintendo Switch? So, Colin, you might remember that I recommended this game to you back in the day, and you're like, this game sucks. And yeah, it's funny because, that. like, it's gotten so many updates since then, and I actually, like, was never as into it as I was at a, when it first came out. So I'm in this really? weird place with it where it's like, I liked the, better, the game better before, but we're getting, like, the new version with all the improvements, right, on Nintendo Switch. So I like yeah. uh, Nintendo Switch is like a great format to play this kind of game. I'm not sure I'll be into it. Hmm. Fair enough. It's been a long time. And, you know, when a game gets better and better like this through the course of several updates, you know, you just it. There's so much to learn kind of incrementally and you don't want to go back to each single update. And, you know, it's really just better by the end. And so if you've never played No Man's Sky before, this complete package is going to be, I think, a really good one for you on Switch if you're into open world games, sort of the spacecraft stuff. Um, I really don't know how much and what all they've added, but it sounds like a completely different and much better game than it was when when we last checked in. Um, although I guess that wasn't on the podcast because this was just on PlayStation. Yeah. In any event... Um, yeah, if you're looking for a new open world game to play, if you've already blasted through Legends Arceus, No Man's Sky is coming this summer. So uh, that's probably a pretty good option. Next up is Mario Strikers Battle League coming on June 10th. Mario Strikers is back, everybody. Are we excited? How many years has it been? 15 years? <laughs> uh, I think 15 years. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, not 10. It's, it no, was early 10. Wii, right? Like 2007. Yeah. Yeah, there was a GameCube edition and a Wii edition. And uh, 
I gotta be, which sounds like, first of all, no one's really too stoked about this, which Nintendo fans, I apologize, because, uh, you know, I know this is like a big, popular, probably the most, um, if not sales-wise, like hype-wise, popular Mario sports game. Um, and I know this was a big uh, announcement that they're bringing it back. I gotta say, though, it looks kind of like a worse version maybe they're hiding a lot of stuff for the future i mean it, they've got about five months to release it so you know i'm sure that they've got a little bit up their sleeves but right now it's a cast of eight characters and my impression from mario strikers has always been that like the coolest part of it is assembling a team of players from like an enormous roster of mario characters and when you only have the choice of like eight, and then those that's just every game is those eight characters fighting each other. I don't know. It seems bad. Not bad. I, that's mean. I guess but like you know what I mean. The the counterpoint is if you look at what they've done with the other Mario sports games on Switch, it's always the characters. The other characters come later, and with them pushing Nintendo Switch Online, I can't imagine that they wouldn't do something yeah. where they add more characters either that you have to pay for or you have to like unlock through something but you can get them for free with the expansion pass or something or just kind of just as free updates sure enough i hope that they re reveal more characters than this before that plan rolls out though because yeah. like i mean the mario cast is just huge they could have a roster of like 30 or 35 yep and eight right now i mean they they can still have 15 solid fan favorite characters even if they have a base roster of 20 so i don't know it seems weak I, another comment i'll throw in the ring is we know the mario movie's coming up i wonder if oh. they're holding back roster choices because of they want to wait till they reveal some spike of the, baby let's exactly, go i want to wait till they reveal mm. some of the, the how those characters look or something that's a good point that would be cool if we get like cranky kong and uh pauline and yeah. i guess she's not in the mario movie well, what is but the she's movie? sure I know she's in the Mario movie. Get an update. Because the game's coming out well, they in June. They would have announced her voice actor, wouldn't they? Maybe. I think, mm, I think she's like I, a I character think. that fans care about, but that maybe they would think that like normal normies wouldn't care about. So I oh, can yeah, see Oh yeah, the it. general public was raving to know who's playing Foreman Spike. Spike. Yeah. yeah, so like I could yeah. see them not announcing. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean... It, it's fair to say there will probably be some surprises in the Mario movie that they don't want to, like, tip the hat too much. And she's got a big hat to tip, so I get why they held it back. Well, the movie, um, movie comes out in the holiday season, and this comes out in June. So if anything, like, if that's true, then maybe they would roll out those characters as the movie comes out to, like, yeah. Yeah. boost promotion. Interesting. I You know, so maybe... Maybe they are gunning for Mario Strikers to be their sort of service-based Mario sports game because they know it's big. They know it hasn't been around in a while. And unlike something, say, golf, where you just choose your character and go, it's about assembling a team of different characters with different special abilities. So there's a lot more oomph to be had by releasing updates and, and new characters in waves um, or one by one. So fair enough. We'll see how it goes on June 10th or later. I guess they'll save the announcements for later. Yeah, I know I didn't sound too excited about this game, but I am kind of glad that it seems to have kept a lot of the old personality of the past games, uh, mm -hmm. given what we've heard about Nintendo uh, clamping down on other spinoffs uh, like Paper Mario. Uh, and even Strikers was, like I guess, considered kind of risque at the time and might have even been the game to prompt them to sort of be more creatively controlling. Um, so, like, I'm, you mean I'm Waluigi's a... crotch chop wasn't on brand? <laughs> the crotch chop, the, like, uh, female characters' outfits, like, all that. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, it looks, it looks like a genuine uh, Strikers game. Yeah. Was Donkey Kong in the old ones? The old Strikers games? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, well, I'm lo I'm, I looked it up, and the GameCube one has Donkey Kong on yeah, the cover. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he was. Yeah, they had like yeah, okay. Kremlin goalies, <laughs> right? So it would, it would be that's right. Duh. There. Yeah, <laughs> they just have the Kremlins. Um. Okay. Well. Cool. What? Um. 
I mean, this this just leaves Mario Baseball left. Do you think they're going to bring Mario Baseball out in uh, sort of year six or seven? Hmm. So. Baseball is not a dying sport. How can you say this from Massachusetts? I'm I'm not <laughs> speaking from my heart. I'm speaking from my brain. Baseball <laughs> is a dying sport, unfortunately. What in your brain is saying that? Why I don't understand. Because interest in it is waning. It's less. It's not are, the, are the American cultural down? zeitgeist. Well, they. Did we, guys, we are saying this on Super Bowl Sunday. They did. Yeah. There's no Super Bowl for the baseball games. <laughs> Exactly. They did highlight MLB the show in their Nintendo Direct, so it can't be. That oh, that's right. We'll get there. Yeah, they did. That's right. <laughs> okay, so maybe maybe they would. I I mean I'm not a, I'm not opposed to it. I just think it's less likely than other sports, and it doesn't have abroad the same um, like connotations as it does in the U.S. People aren't excited about baseball, really. I mean, like Japan in, is excited where, about baseball. Yeah, Japan like, and the U.S. I would think are like right, the two markets like, they're you know, really thinking about. There are about. other places outside of Japan and the U.S. What sport do you think Mario should should set foot in next? I would love to billiards. see a Mario swimming game. Oh, billiards is good. Mario swimming. <laughs> you get them in the trunks, you know, or the the fast skins, the like super tight suits. See, see. What well, there's also you just want to see them in super tight suits. <laughs> Mario Hoops three on three hasn't been back in a while, and maybe they could expand it. Mario Hoops supercharged Hoops or whatever, and have a full basketball team of five. Uh, skateboarding um, would be good. Oh, interesting. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, because all the I Mario would really like them to legs. expand on the Mario sports mix. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Boo on a skateboard would be funny. <laughs> yes, I'd like uh, ice um, skating. Do some figure yeah. skating. A lot of this stuff is already in <laughs> Olympics. You got swimming and pole vault and ice skating and stuff like that. I There's think ice be cool if they the did like, I mean, in yeah, the video yeah. game, the, the video game the one too. Olympics, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it'd be cool, I guess, if they put out like a you know a Mario and Sonic Olympic like you know deluxe. Got all the best games from across the series. Doesn't matter if it's winter or summer. But I also think it would be cool if they expanded on Mario Sports Mix and brought that kind of stuff back because they had yeah. like horse racing and they actually had a, a miniature version of Mario Baseball in there. Yeah. Um, and soccer too. Um, volleyball. Anyway, uh, Speaking... there's a lot to be had with miniature versions of sports that they don't want to commit a full development budget to. Speaking of Mario things that aren't happening. I was a little surprised that we didn't get a Mario Party Superstars DLC announcement in this direct that ties in oh. with the expansion pass yeah. because it's the expansion pack rather because it's an N64 collection tied to you know and, and having DLC that's tied to the N64 expansion pack just seems like it makes a lot of sense. You'll be appealing to the audience that's buying your N64 games. With more content I have from a their feeling N64 they're games. saving that for later. It could be. I get what you're saying for sure, but you know, if they re if they announced that and the Mario Kart expansion at the same time, it's kind of like stepping on each other's toes. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, at E3 they can announce, "Hey, Mario Party Superstars is getting five new boards and yeah. thirty new mini games, no, that's and fair. Uh, pop it in next to Animal Crossing and Mario Kart and their roster of." DLC um, expansion bonuses. I mean, I think it's it's gotta think, happen though, right? Like, I think so. I mean, I, how do you maybe not? not though? <laughs> I don't know. It's tough to say with Mario Party. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely would be ripe for it. I mean, it it's got a ton of missing boards from out throughout the series, and it seems like for that reason, it was made to have DLC. Yeah. And. Uh, in any case, I, I have a hunch that they're working on something bigger to announce, you know, rather than sort of piecemealing, hey, you get one board this month, month one board the next month, etc. Have one announcement that gets a bunch of new people to buy Mario Party Superstars, like, at once, yeah. rather than uh, get the No Man's Sky approach of updating in little amounts over time. Um I just feel like one board, one board, one board, one board is not going to get people to buy Mario Party in the same way that releasing or, it, getting a bunch of sales then, and then half a year, a year later, releasing a whole new set of stuff and getting a bunch of people to buy it 
at and, that and renew as well. renew their subs also yeah yeah true enough because uh people are going to be renewing their subscriptions for like animal crossing and and mario kart you know they're going to need something later on to get it their subscription numbers going yeah so um we'll talk about mario kart more later for sure uh next up in the direct though is chrono cross which is being remastered from the playstation one it's a sequel to the legendary rpg chrono trigger by square enix that's coming out on april 7th um alex i have a feeling that you have played a lot of chrono cross i have not played chrono cross but i have played chrono trigger I'm a little surprised that Chrono Cross is coming first. I would have thought they would have ported over Chrono Trigger first, maybe as an HD 2D maybe remake. Maybe they're working on HD 2D. Yeah. Mm. Um, this just seems like a logical thing to do because uh, they're doing that for a lot mm-hmm. of their games from that era. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about it because I haven't played it, but I hear it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Everybody go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Dark Alex Lee, have either of you guys had much experience with the Chrono series? Um, I played some of Chrono Trigger and I remember as a kid and I remember really, really liking it. And it's been one of those games that has been on my like, ah, I really gotta get around to playing that list. Um, and I haven't. But so like this is exciting to me because maybe it's the kick in the ass that I need to actually play the game. Um, or at least, uh, you know, the original. Um, but sounds cool is where is, is this all a story I can offer. I, I think don't it's a, isn't it prequel a story wise? I don't remember. All I right. think there's a relationship, but it might not be might not be very strong. It's like all the characters are different, so it may be yeah. a standalone story in the same world. Yeah, in any it's case, in the same world. That is that on Chrono Cross. RPG fans, wet your mouths, open your wallets, and enjoy the game. I think it looks pretty good for what it is. You know, a PS1 game remastered. I feel like that can kind of... Those can be kind of hit or miss, but it's it's done well enough. doesn't look like it's been intensively polished. Like, it's not a big remake by any means. It's got you know, old texture work, old... You know, it looks very much the same. In HD. Um, here's a big one. Nintendo Switch Sports. Wii mm. Sports is back on Nintendo Switch. We have got, what is it? Tennis, soccer, um, bowling, uh, badminton. I'm forgetting the other two. Uh, it's volleyball. a weird collection of games in this one. Volleyball, volleyball. and... Uh... Is it the called fighting Chandra, one, right? which is the yeah. sword fighting? Oh, yes. Um, no boxing, which is a bummer. I mean, they already said there's post-launch content. Yeah, They're sad. bringing golf later, so I can't imagine that there won't be more sports. Yeah. Do you think that's another subscription-based? Uh, I think it'll be just free updates because it's the, that's the kind of game that, that Switch Sports is. But yeah. well, I guess yeah. we'll see. Uh, if they if they released the original for free with the Wii and they're charging $60 for this one, I guess it stands to reason that if you they buy can do in, free updates, <laughs> then you can just, yeah, you yeah. just get the updates for free. Because yeah. I feel like the audience for this, the nursing homes, etc., not the only audience for this, of course, but like a lot of the people buying this game are not going to be checking in online and updating, you know, subscription services and things like that. They'll just, <laughs> the game will automatically update when an update is announced and they'll click open and it'll say a new version and you yeah. get your boxing and your golf back. Um, I'm still surprised it's only six sports from the get-go. Like golf seems essential. Um, how, do, how does everyone else feel about this? I'm a little torn. Uh, I thought it was um, really funny when, when it first came up on the direct and everyone in the comments were saying like where are the me's and everyone was yeah. screaming <laughs> and uh, it, it made me realize that uh you know i mean we sports the game is really fun but you know those me's really bring a lot of the charm yeah it's, a, it's an game. important part of it yeah um and uh, yeah. it's it seems like they are still there when we saw 
uh, when we saw them playing t- tennis. Um, was it tennis they were playing or badminton or volleyball? I, they were playing I tennis in at least one screenshot. Volleyball. They have tennis they and badminton together, right? Okay. Well, when they were playing together, they had their own custom me's that you could make. So yeah, that was like, oh, okay. Well, they're still there. Um, that the updated look of the new me's kind of they kind of look like babies. I, it seems kind of weird. Um, yeah, they 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 look like almost worse Xbox Connect avatars. Yeah. That's exactly. Like yeah, I don't understand how they yeah. made. <laughs> I don't understand how they made such a big miscalculation on this. Just like, obviously, if you're bringing back Wii Sports, you want to bring back the personalized characters that were the face of the game. Like, I just don't understand who even thought, yeah, let's spend a bunch of money making modeling and <laughs> making yeah. these characters and making everything look better. Just put it in HD and put the Mies back out there. You don't need to change a thing. Do you think it has anything to do with, like, uh, like Animal Crossing and Pokemon? Because those, they, they sort of, the people in those games, I mean, they're not exactly the same, but... They're a little similar in that, you know, little cute style. Yeah, I think also just Maybe? because Nintendo has moved away from Miis being an integral part of the the experience on their consoles. Yeah. So, like, they were kind of like, well, it's not a thing anymore. But the thing is, is everybody still loves Miis. So. Yeah. I know. I, I think that is the thing about it is that, like, <laughs> there's no Mii channel and stuff like that. You can make a Mii on Switch, but it's, like, kind of right. buried in the menus here. I don't understand why they didn't use this as an opportunity to bring back the Mii nostalgia and make it a bigger thing, though. Like, you can have a Mii maker in Wii Sports, or Switch Sports. Um, People would get it just for that, much less I know, the, really. the awesome yeah. sports action. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it feels like there's not a very strong chance of, of Switch Sports sort of recapturing the zeitgeist. So really, you're selling to a couple of groups of people. You're selling to people that are yeah. really nostalgic for, for the Wii and for Wii Sports. So that's the people we're talking about who would care about right. me as being in there. You're selling to people who might have never, might not want to pick up a Nintendo Switch otherwise, but might be convinced by a simple sports game, sort of like mm-hmm. back in the Wii days. But it's obviously probably not going to have the same like broad mass market splash because it's not a new thing anymore. Uh, and then you have just like Nintendo fans who pick up things that Nintendo uh, makes. And like I don't I don't know how these avatars are appealing to any of those people. I think maybe like the blue ocean crowd, you know, maybe doesn't want to set up a me before they start playing their games. I can I I don't know. I can kind of see a little bit why like and it this could be style like might play better in like nursing homes and stuff, but maybe. I don't know. I just like they have created I, a well I, the new characters do at least look more expressive than me's were which is i guess a plus uh it also they've they've clearly added this new like art style around the whole game really where they've added more details mm-hmm. and stuff and it could just be that me's just don't fit well in that kind of environment uh, so they felt they needed Fair to come enough. up with something that matched the the graphics a little bit better yeah i I don't, like, just looking at it, it doesn't look to me like the Mies feel very out of place, except for the fact that everyone else has, like, detailed faces and limbs and stuff. Like, if they went with Mies as a choice, it would have looked fine. But yeah. who knows? I mean, who who knows? Yeah, who knows, we've, exactly. Uh, we've dwelled on this enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, if, if, if you want to have time, <laughs> the point's been made. Blow the dust off your Nintendo Wii and just and just play it on there. You already got it, I'm sure, if you're already yeah. a fan. Well, I will yeah. say, I as someone who is a bowling diehard uh, on mm. the Wii, I am so excited to maybe have the chance of recapturing that. Um, I think that would be... It would make the, my inner child very happy. Yeah, so. and what's nice yeah. is this game is online, too, so you're not going to have to get a group of people together necessarily, yeah. which I know is a lot less practical nowadays than it was in 2006. Yeah. Ah, uh, the memories. Well, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 has been announced for Switch. Uh, it is coming out in September. 
Uh, it sure looks like a Xenoblade Chronicles game. Yes, um, it does. Alex, you are a big fan. What do you think of this? Uh, I'm liking the character designs. They feel a lot more grounded and a lot less ridiculous JRPG protagonist-like, which is a plus for me uh xenoblade has sort of struggled to find an art style and i think they finally have started settling into a good one with the recent games uh, by recent games i mean the remaster of the first game uh the torna dlc for the second game and now this game um so i'm excited for the characters characters seem really cool uh i like the setting of this game the setting of this game seems to be uh sort of like a, a future uh that is shared by the previous two games uh xenoblade one and xenoblade two uh don't know what the implications of that are yet they've sort of been hinting at this for a while both in uh the ending to xenoblade two and in the deal the the new future connected uh campaign in xenoblade one uh that came with the switch version uh not like i said not sure what the implications are yet we did see a couple characters from uh the first two games in this trailer they're the kinds of characters that would have survived to a far-flung future uh so that was that's that's nice uh so it, i don't know it feels like it's going to be like a true sequel to both uh games rather than sort of a final fantasy situation where it's a a, a different game with sort of a shared rules or a shared mm -hmm. universe which was the case with xenoblade chronicles to x to xenoblade chronicles 2 right uh x shared is universe sort of but not a shared story thing. one and two have a shared universe but kind of uh it's weird it's, it's the story's to tied together now they tie together in a DLC weird way and three and then three is sort of like tying them together more tightly it seems like okay interesting uh well there's a lot of xenoblade to catch up on for anyone who hasn't uh dark alex and lee are either of you guys big Xenoblade fans? No, not sorry to disappoint here. Don't uh, such, I'm not disappointed at all. I don't I might, care about this, I'm, I might, I might just be into, into it, but the, I would need to have a primer. So, but yeah, it's, again, that's my kind of issue. Is like yeah. it, they're such gigantic games, exactly. and I mean, like, you know, I, I, between all the Pokemon releases, I've definitely played that many hours of video games. But, uh, you know, and I'm already playing that much of Pokemon. I don't want to play double that by adding Xenoblade yeah. in. Yeah, it's a got work to it's do. a big game. Even if you know it well and you rush through it, you're gonna, it's, a, it's a good 50, 70 hour type game. Yeah, I hear great things about the battle system. You know, fun, interesting story. If you like, you know, the, the kinds of story elements in games. Um, if I but if I, I were to sell someone on it, I would not necessarily sell them on the battle system, but I would sell them on the giant world. The world is brilliant. It's sort of like a precursor to what we got with Breath of the Wild. Monolith Soft mm. was very much involved in creating the world of Breath of the Wild as well, helping with the map design. And you can you can tell if you've played Xenoblade that that that's the case. Yeah, uh, that's and then cool. also, yeah, the story is just uh, really quite good for uh, for a JRPG. Excellent. Well. Speaking of JRPGs with really quite good stories, does anyone know what happened next in the Nintendo Direct? Uh, I'm gonna watch Earthbound and Earthbound, Earthbound yeah. Beginnings were oh, revealed yeah. to launch <laughs> on Nintendo Colin. Switch Online. Colin. Finally, Colin. the games are here, both Colin. of them at once. What's up? Did, did you cry? I didn't cry. No, <laughs> I almost did though. It's okay. Almost. <laughs> uh no i got i got those tears out of me long ago there we go <laughs> but um <laughs> does that has anyone played much of these right now uh they're definitely on my list i have a lot of jrpgs on my list this uh this year though so uh, i'll have to like clear out pokemon i think first before i get to them fair enough yeah i opened up earthbound just to fiddle with it because mm -hmm. it's earthbound it's very fun the music is great um the online system has a rewind feature doesn't it i never yeah. use it but yes. i think yeah so that's definitely going to help with the battles are very uh in both games uh the leveling curve is pretty grindy and battles i mean especially early on you don't have a lot of like combat options it's mostly just to hit them or you know eat a cookie for six hp meanwhile everyone's attacks do 12 damage so like that's a waste of a turn yeah very easy um, to make mistakes early on i wouldn't even necessarily say mistakes but just like it's 
balanced not very well. Yeah, you have I to say badly, but you, have to you die a lot yourself. for reasons that are really not your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's nice to just like rewind. Oh, now he missed. Now I can hit him again. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't done that, but I I suspect that I will be using that shortcut very much in both of these games. Um. Yeah, if you haven't played them, they're very foundational to the genre. You know, Undertale comes out of their spirit, and so does a bunch of other stuff. Quirky, Earthbound-inspired RPG, you know, meme. You all know about it. Go play Earthbound if you haven't. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have more to say about it, ironically. That is a pretty old game, so. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward um, to checking it out. Does anyone think this is a precursor to Mother 3 coming out in any capacity? Or do you think they just I mean, are using it to hide the fact that they took a bunch of their music off of YouTube? It's always the same mm. story. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think they were going to yeah. do this anyway. Because this had I, to be a, a licensing <laughs> deal they worked out with Itoi. And so, like, yeah, there's there's no way it's a reaction to that. Uh, I don't know. I think yeah, Mother they 3 has the they same challenges. They timed it well. Well, uh, maybe. Uh, this, I don't is, really think this so. is a time of year they usually do nintendo directs so again it's just like i don't i don't think they really care that much i don't even yeah. think they really see that as that much of a new story totally to be totally no i don't think you. they care about it at all um uh the mother three has the same problems it's always had which is that that's a difficult game to localize uh and then yeah. release if you are a family-friendly company you think there is any chance of them remaking it and then HD having 2D, a little more creative control over those style. problematic elements. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, and I hope they do it. Um, because, I mean, I the rumor has it that the English translation is sitting around Nintendo just like it was for Earthbound Beginnings for 25 years. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, if they have a little more creative control over those uh, elements that they maybe don't want to release in their fully intact form um you know alter those things a little bit and also just make it like look really pretty if they do it in hd 2d or like that clay style that um the there was like an earthbound gamecube demo that people saw online and this looks really amazing um and you know with Link's awakening brilliant diamond shining pearl like we get these like sort of clay mm. aesthetic rpgs i guess zelda's not you, yeah, some of the top-down games different discussion clay-like <laughs> but guess. yeah these toy-like games fits really well with mother 3 um and you know sell it for the full price of a game instead of an online drop for the um you know inevitable game boy advance nintendo online catalog yeah they could also save it for the bonus you know the way they did star fox 2 on the super nintendo classic if they ever do a game boy classic you know that's the unreleased game that's the hook no i mean i feel like i've said before it feels like now they're just gonna tie that all the subscriptions so they can keep taking your money yeah but wouldn't you think that they would sell a game boy classic first and keep it off the subscription service so they can keep taking your money now twice yeah, maybe. I mean, if they had done that with N64, I'd have put a little more stock in it, but they didn't, so. But well, N64 is a bit yeah. of it. Well, N64 and Game Boy it's... are both kind of different beasts because you'd have to have, like, this, like, insane uh, controller that you'd package in with them. With Game Boy Classic, it'd probably have to be something portable or else what What, what even is the point? Um... Well, Game Boy Classic would just be a new, a new Game Boy, really. Yeah. Um, but that... You know, I th it's old tech. I think they can, you know, get that down to seventy or eighty bucks. And I mean, I guess put they've a nice proven software that, catalog in there. They've proven with the Game and Watch things that they can. So maybe yeah. I shouldn't doubt them. I think with N sixty four, it's different because like so many of the games are four player. Yeah, but, like, and those controllers they are just don't want to have to sell so many controllers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we got a big main course announcement coming up next does anyone know what it is is it kirby 48 it course kirby? meal if you will oh, no. oh, oh you're talking about something else. 
but <laughs> Mario Kart <laughs> 9 is never happening. Yep. Instead, we are getting more <laughs> Mario Kart 8 DLC. The first of which is coming in March. I think it's March uh, 14th or 18th or around there, mid-March. But we are getting 48 new tracks, which is the size of a new Mario Kart game. Yeah, it's uh, the, exactly, the I think, double the number in 8 already. Oh, really? Well, oh, yeah, wow. I believe that's correct. More than I thought. So we're getting a ton of courses then. The catch is they are ported up to the Switch from Mario Kart Tour, which I think we might have suggested on this show before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Although I think it's hey, probably have, better than no DLC. I have no problem with this. This is fantastic. I'm glad those courses are not going to be stuck in tour only. Uh, okay. Uh, there's a lot of returning content from other Mario Kart games that never made it to eight. That's all. That's all good to me. It's all good. Yeah, I think it's good. I I kind of would like a new Mario Kart game that has that art style consistently, though, just because like the courses that have been you know out for eight years already look twice as good as all the new ones coming out. They just really seem out of place, and uh, I wouldn't have minded a new game that. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't include that. the really, really good looking ones. But then that's, you know, not $25 and it's not, you know, I don't know. I, I get a lot of reasons why they're doing this. And I'm very excited to play a bunch of uh, classic courses. What's but it doesn't strange... look like they've got the anti-gravity kind of stuff. It doesn't look like, I don't know, it doesn't look like they're fully integrated into Mario Kart 8. Well, I mean, we're, the early ones we're seeing are definitely all ported from Tour. Uh, the question, I guess, remains is as they get further and further into this, what do they what do they end up doing? Because uh, I'm sure there are going to be courses. I don't even know how many courses there are on Tour. Uh, I imagine as we get toward the, the tail end, they we're going to start running out of courses to port from Tour. Um, uh, and then maybe we start might start seeing more anti-gravity uh, stuff. Yeah, anyway, you, you, your comment on the art style thing is interesting because it feels like even within the DLC courses they've shown so far, there's an artistic inconsistency. Like a lot of the tour, or at least the 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 France course, the Paris course, looks like it has a lot of the like lighting improvements that we see in Mario Kart Eight. Yeah, I noticed that. But the other courses don't look like they have that at all. They don't have the the detailed texture work. They're using very flat textures, which is not necessarily a problem. It's an art style that works for Mario, but it clashes a lot with the, like you said, the deluxe style. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I mean Coconut Mall looks like it has even less texture work than it did on the Wii, which is mm. like, like, I don't know, the escalators look really bad. The, the stylings mm. have been pulled out of it a lot, yeah. Yeah. But the music is really what I'm there for on Coconut Mall. Like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll just, what I'll does everyone think about the, the current course selection? I don't know. I, it's all. It's like I said. It's all good to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel like if it's not a new game, sure, this works. It's okay. pretty I, good, even. Yeah, I still think Mario Kart Eight is like just still a fresh game, so I really have no problem with just adding to it for now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't feel like it's a fresh game, but the courses are what makes it fresh. So, right. like, I'm excited to, like, the reason I didn't really want to play it so much anymore is because I've been playing everything there for eight years already. But, right. yeah, you know, gives it new Sky life. Garden is one of my favorites. I think I manifested Shroom Ridge the other day, like a week ago. I was mm. like, that was a great course with great music, and they haven't brought it back from the DS. Um, but we got Shroom Ridge, Choco Mountain... Mm. Yeah. I'm excited to see what is next as well because there's a lot of great Mario Kart games to pull from. What are some of your favorites that are yet to be included? I want that Mushroom City, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's a fun one. Uh, more Rainbow Roads would be nice too. Uh, they do a lot of different things I'm... with them as we get into the like, DS Wii 3DS era uh and that would be a nice change of pace from the ones we have in in eight already i wonder if the blue shell cup is a rainbow road marathon we already have um from super nintendo n64 and mario kart 8 right they still need to add uh super circuit double dash wii ds 3ds yeah which all have great rainbow roads. I guess that's five courses. One that's of those five, is going to yeah. have to be cut if they. I'd imagine are doing it'd be the it. super circuit one that would get cut. 
That one's really good. But it though. is really good. Yeah. And they did I really love the what the way they they handled the Super Nintendo one. So uh yeah. it's a similar sort of track design. Um yeah, I don't know. And they could release all five throughout the, you know, whole set of DLC. Like they released SNES Rainbow Road and N64 Rainbow Road totally separately. So I mean, they could just be scattered throughout here. And then uh, add a rainbow at least, mode. At least one more <laughs> would be nice. That's an eight course marathon. Yeah, more Rainbow Road. Got uh, Rainbow Mode. That'd be fun. Yeah. Rainbow Mode. I can't believe they haven't done that yet. Rainbow Mode. Anyway, uh, what is next? Portal. Portal 1 and 2 are both coming to Switch. Didn't right. expect that when Steam Deck is on the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, good point. That was, yeah, I saw that coming a lot. Uh, I, 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 I've played these a little bit, but I've never finished them. And Switch is that platform where I just finish a lot of things. So I probably will actually finish them for, you know, for once. Yeah, Portal's really, really fun. If anyone hasn't played Portal, this is definitely a must-own. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. This game was and revolutionary I think they're offering them for cheap. Ago. They'll be like 20 bucks on the eShop. Oh, really? Yeah, the cost wow. Yeah. Nice. Didn't see that. Mm-hmm. I just figured since it's a it's called Portal Companion Collection, so I just figured it was going to be a sixty dollar package. Nope. Uh, cool. Well, good news for Portal. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have some great more JRPG news. Triangle Strategy, the tactics game from the Octopath Traveler team, this two D HD series of Square Enix titles, is. Uh, coming out on March 4th, we got a new trailer. We got a new name. It is no longer Project Triangle Strategy. It is just Triangle Strategy. I think that's old news, actually. Yeah, that's old news. Um, looks good if you like Final Fantasy Tactics-type games. Uh, Fire Emblem, it's a little stylistically different, but, you know, the genre is the same. we have anything new on this? Uh, I am going to play that prologue demo, but probably closer to release so i can carry my save over and not have this like month-long gap between yeah. playing the demo and playing the full game right uh, so that's really all i have to say uh what's more interesting i think in the hd 2d news is that the japan only rpg live alive which was i, th- I think in in some ways a precursor to chrono trigger or maybe it came out after I've in any people case it- describe it as chrono trigger precursor but also actually like the octopath traveler precursor it's like it's the one of the, the oh. it's like, yeah, a spiritual, heard like it's octopath just, is like a spiritual successor to that yeah i've heard it's just g- generally very influential um yeah. yeah so yeah so they take a bunch of different characters from a bunch of different time periods and tie them all together every chapter is a different uh gameplay like focus um and i don't know exactly how that pans out because i've never played it it's japan only but it looks gorgeous, um, highly recommended by people who know what they're talking about. So I'm looking forward to trying out Live Alive on July 22nd. Yeah, seeing more of these HD 2D remakes just makes me kind of sad with how Square's been treating some of their other classic games. Mm-hmm. So we've got those Final Fantasy Pixel remasters, and they look fine, but they don't look as fresh as these as these HD 2D games. People have commented on how the font in those games just doesn't look very good. But I feel like the, whoever's been in charge of these HD2D games has been just nailing it every single time, and I and I hope they yeah. continue making them. I hope that more studios like take the hint. I mean, I would love to see, honestly, Earthbound Beginnings and Earthbound and Mother Three all remade like that in one collection. Colin. I would love Heart Gold and Soul Silver to look like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, a game be should be cool. remade HD2D. What Super Mario RPG? Oh, which is a Square Enix game, by the way. Yeah. So. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I've been sitting on this one. Everything else for the podcast podcast exclusive. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's got to happen. I feel like that that could be a a legit reason why they haven't been putting it on Nintendo Switch Online is because this is a like I said, Square Square Enix owns some of the characters. Mm. Uh, They own the HD two D sort of art style. yeah, it could very well be a thing. Do they that own doing. the art style? How they've like they... trademarked. They've trade. Well, I mean, they, you don't really own the art style. Anyone could apply those techniques, but they've trademarked it. It's their term. You can't say HD two two D HD whatever it is. It's a bad trademark if no one even <laughs> remembers how it goes. But yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, they can't they can't market it like that. 
Yeah. Uh, Klonoa 1 and 2 are both coming to the Switch. These are some popular Namco Bando. <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> Bandai Namco. Are, did they change themselves to Namco Bandai now? In I, can't, any case, I can never remember. Who knows? Klonoa, a little funny dog who jumps around. He's got Pac Man on his hat. It's a great series of classic platformers that's got a cult following. So if you're into 3D platformers with cute characters, definitely try it. Although, personally, my attention is going to Kirby and the Forgotten Land. This game looks insane. <laughs> Dark yeah. Alex, how do you feel about gluttony? I love it. Every day. Uh huh. Would you eat a car? If I could. You can't swallow it? Uh, little bits and pieces, you know? Like, I'd have to do it. Like like eating uh, any other food. I have to take, like, little bites. I'm I'm no Kirby. Right. Unfortunately. uh, Kirby can't swallow a whole car either. Look at this bad boy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This looks really, really cool. They have introduced sort of the hook of this game is that uh, Kirby has tried to inhale objects that he cannot swallow because they're too big a car giant light bulb um bunch of other stuff a fan um and it looks really funny it's really cool this is kirby's first 3d adventure and man seeing more of it i'm really really sold like looked a little generic to me before but this hook is a good one this game looks really really fun and i think this is kirby's mario odyssey moment yeah mm. mario odyssey is a pretty good comparison or maybe mario 3d world even like both of those kind of feel it feels like a midpoint between those two games yeah yeah well kirby's never had a 3d game like this before and i mean i'm just so happy that they're completely nailing it because i i think this looks better than a traditional 2b Kirby, 2d kirby or at least you know just making another one of those there's just been so many um and yeah i mean i i'm glad that it looks so good because i think it, didn't it would be easy to just say well we'll go back to 2d kirby games really think there's a good future here for kirby in 3d yeah it looks like like a a lot of fun i think and one of my favorite things about kirby when i was growing up was like that the the mix and match and you can like kind of fuse abilities together and i guess i guess kirby star eyes sort of brought that back but that game was so just dumbingly numbingly easy and boring um so that that sort of like kind of took the wind out of my sails for kirby but this looks like a lot of fun and it it seems like they're really um putting that whole thing and they're implementing that in a much more entertaining way um we got a remaster announcement of front mission uh one and two i don't really know anything about front mission this game is called front mission first remake um i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know anything about anyone it know anything about this yeah. nope okay great <laughs> splatoon 3 got a trailer for its new salmon run which is the new co-op sort of campaign mode it's called salmon run next wave they've got some new monsters um that's all it looks like to me is the next wave i'm not Alex, great at there... splatoon but i am great at salmon run so i'm excited for this is there a lot of new content to look forward to from what you can tell or is it just kind of yeah, I mean, more salmon new, it's it's like you'd expect from a game like splatoon like a shooter it's a new map it's new you got some yeah. new hazards new enemies they have a new move where you can uh so the, the the objective of salmon run is to gather eggs from these salmonid creatures and they have a new move where you can mm-hmm. throw the eggs either to another player or uh, like up onto a ledge or even into the basket where you're collecting them so that looks like it'll at least uh, it'll make it more frenetic, I think, to, to gather stuff and, and bring this stuff back to base, which, you know, okay. that, that sounds cool. Um, but it's, it's all incremental adjustments. It doesn't look like there's anything like really transformational here. Finally, and this is not in order of the direct. I want to thank Kotaku for their uh, text breakdown article of everything that was in it, uh, because that's the order that I'm following. Uh, can't watch a watch a direct in order while we're recording a podcast advance wars one and two reboot camp got its release date announced it's coming out april 8th and they got a new trailer looks much the same as it always has but it's yep. more advanced wars looks exciting um 
There's a character named Colin with great music. I'll play that for the end credits. <laughs> um, yeah. Was this Anyone? the first time they confirmed that the character or the map creator is back? Um, I don't I know. Remember. I don't know much about Advanced Wars at all. So oh, okay. Well, if there's a map um, maker. You can make custom maps. Uh, I think you can share them with your friends or play them online with with your friends or solo. Uh, I remember that was that's really one cool. of the things I spent the most time on when I played the original game on Game Boy Advance. Uh, and I didn't necessarily expect it to be something they'd bring back for a collection. Uh, well, it's certainly good that they did because that, I think, is going to put a lot of longevity into it. I mean, we'll see how well it sells. It seems like Advance Wars has never been really a huge, even C-tier franchise yeah. for them. But yeah. they're they're putting their effort into it, and uh, Switch tends to make stars out of little games. So, hmm. Fingers crossed that this has some pretty big returns for them because the world is really cool. I love the art style here. Yep. Um uh, there can maybe use some more sprucing effects on the toyetic looks of the maps and things if they were to do a future installment of the game but for what this is it looks really great i love the 2d is really what i'm complimenting um yeah. you know the anime-esque drawings and, and reactions it looks really really nice it's it kind of reminds me of a pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl and that it like looks like a game boy advance game that was made in yeah. hd you know and i think yeah, i think nintendo's been doing a really good job at making that kind of game and i hope they continue doing it what would you want next golden sun oh yeah rightly that's an hd yes, 2d game that is l quite literally the number one thing that i would hope for so golden sun baby it's and it would it would work well like you said i think it would it would translate beautifully so yeah, the battle scenes are just so good. And I right? think that, like, I think it's time for Golden Sun, like, in the zeitgeist, too. Like, yeah, it's, it's I time. don't know. I, it, it's time. I don't know what else to yeah. say. Like, I mean, what's really fantastic time. about the Golden Sun is the music is really good, but it's sort of mm -hmm. trapped on the GBA sound chip. And I could totally see it, like, really shining if they gave it the proper treatment. Uh, oh man Nowadays. absolutely the other thing that i think would be you, you, that. you talked about the battle the battle scenes it would be really neat to see a game use a like really detailed pre-rendered battle backgrounds style uh and maybe even the character sprites too be sort of like this pre-rendered look because that's not something we see a lot these days but it is something that would feel very authentically golden sun if that's the route that they took I think though that they could also uh like set basically set uh sprites on like a rotational stage. Uh-huh. You know how they, they kind of used that effect in the original and yeah. the backgrounds were pre-rendered, but I think they can actually put like rocks and stalagmites and stuff like that just at different layers of depth on the rotation and then as the camera pans around Yeah. Their placement follows the rotation, but they're always still just facing out towards the player so that yeah. they keep that 2D look. I think that could potentially um, really shine. Yeah. If you've, ever, if you've never seen this game before, I look up the artwork because the hand-drawn art is, like, really, really fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, the, like, that's what I mean when I say I would love to see them bring a, a pre-rendered look into the game because the artwork is just so good. Uh, we actually have one more piece of news. I am sorry uh, to the great Ben Lemero for uh, <laughs> missing this one. Metroid Dread got some difficulty options, some new DLC, which is fantastic. Ben specifically was requesting that. They've also got a boss, boss rush mode, um, which is really cool. The new Dread mode is just one hit and you're dead. And then there's Ugh. an easy mode, which I think replenishes HP faster. Was that what yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah, the health pickups give you more health. Um, so that's cool. Unfortunately, they do not fix the Emmys, which are a disaster, and I still don't want to play the game. Even though I love Metroid. hate those Emmys. Yeah. <laughs> Does get, Dread a, get, get a mode that lets you parry the Emmys with, like, three times the, the opportunity. God, Does, yeah. Does Dread mode have save points, or is it... Yeah, yeah, you so, save. Okay. You save. It's not a one hit, and you start over the whole game. 
I've seen people's uh, clear data, and people have died like 250 times, (laughs) but they've beaten it already. (laughs) Um, One thing that I wasn't sure about from this is I couldn't tell if they were suggesting that this is the only update the game is getting, or if it's sort of like the appetizer and maybe more is coming, uh, like an actual content update is coming. Um, What did you guys think? I don't Uh, know. I don't really know what else they would add. Like well, the story mode is kind corner. of already there. There's this corner on the map that is has nothing in it. By which I mean like there's a big blank like white space area on the map. Mm, like wor- like one world size? Like there's space for another area. Like a DLC size. <laughs> uh, so that's like the logical thing they could do is add another area. But you think that that would mesh well with the flow of the game though? Like how how do you see that being incorporated? Are they going to like I retcon just like the, game? Uh, the Breath of the Wild DLC, they just added more. You know, a, they added a challenge mode, which I guess they're doing at the boss rush mode. But they added uh, the new shrines in the new dungeon, and they just kind of appeared in the world. And you know, they didn't necessarily have anything to do with the story, but they were. Yeah, there. I guess. I guess with a game like Metroid, that's about exploring. Dread seems a little bit less so this way. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's. It's about exploring non-sequentially. I guess it wouldn't really affect the pace of the game very much yeah. because you're going around at your own leisure anyway. Well, not leisure in Metroid Red, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder what the focus would be, though. Would it just be, like, a really tough area to get through and there's a tough boss at the end? Or would they give you, like, a new piece of gear that, like, yeah, like is a really new awesome? suit? Yeah, a new, like, um, a new power. Would, that would be really cool if they a new area with a new power in it that you can then use it you know for the rest of the game yeah they let you let you unlock the suit you get at the end and use it for the whole game maybe <laughs> unlocks debug mode <laughs> projection out of your advisor oh delete this enemy <laughs> it'll be their way to shoehorn ridley into yet another metroid game <laughs> is he not in metroid dread mm-hmm no, he's not what? in Metroid Dread. Yeah. That's great. That must be what it is. That must be Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like probably, Metroid Dread it's... like Ridley's revenge. <laughs> yeah. Well, um that is that for the Nintendo Direct. All in all, how does everybody feel? Good, bad, ugly? <laughs> good. I thought it was a good direct. I enjoyed it. Yeah. A lot yeah, of stuff too. to be excited about. There is a nice november shaped hole in the lineup right now Mm. and so there's a lot of stuff coming in a pretty short amount of time but also like i know this is not it for the year and that is a really exciting feeling what are you uh hoping to see i mean it's gonna it's gonna be zelda in the november slot unless they have to delay it and if they have to delay it i wonder what else that they would what else they put there i don't think they're delaying pokemon expansion i don't think they'd delay it again either i think they're they're no way confident no way because at this point if, they, if there's anything that they want to add that they can they've had two years of covid to adjust the workflow of the game so that they can put something out as a dlc chapter at the end you know just like the original breath of the wild yeah. if there's anything that they've got to like really uh readjust in that way they can so that they can make the november deadline um and then you know the bonus is just oh more content <laughs> I mean, the, the obvious thing to fill the gap if they have to is a Mario game. But the question is, do they have a Mario game ready? Or maybe a Donkey Kong HD game. HD right? 2D Mario. I, I, want that, I want that 2D Mario that we don't have. Me too, uh, yeah. Uh, it's been too long. It's been more than 10 years. Unless you count Mario Run, which I, I, I don't count that game. <laughs> I think Nintendo does, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they probably also count Luigi. Uh, luigi u um oh yeah but that's uh, i mean that's dlc yeah it's just the last um, in levels. any case this has been a wonderful episode i really need a bathroom break so let's call it <laughs> all right it's um, good to get the gang back together again for yeah for, for sure and we will Nintendo be back Direct. yes we'll be back soon with more pokemon and uh any any parting words, everybody? Uh, game on. Keep it real, <laughs> friends. Excellent. Our signature don't, don't wonderful die. outros. <laughs> I gotta pee. <laughs> Keep it real. <laughs>
Bye, everybody. Cheers, everyone. Well, everybody, that is all for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like our show, please feel free to subscribe and give us a quick positive rating on iTunes or Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen. It is a small act of support that really helps people find our show. It's good for them. It's good for us. It's good for you guys to see our community grow. It really helps us out. If you are an epic gamist and you have an epic game question or you got reactions to what we said or fun Nintendo stories you want to share, please send it to epicgamist at gmail.com. And you can follow Epic Gamist on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all kinds of different places for different kinds of stuff. Pick your favorite platforms. If you are listening right now, if you can hear me, we know that you stuck with us. We know you're hardcore. And again, we are just getting restarted here. So much so that those accounts I mentioned don't actually have any posts or profile pictures or anything. <laughs> so you're not in the wrong place. But the goal, ultimately, is to have fun waiting for you on any app you choose all powered by a charity driven patreon so that gamers can give back while supporting all kinds of fun content made just for you literally just for you because of the patreon requests so every listen like retweet share every follow on those accounts whatever way that you want to support us even for free still fuels the same good goal so we are really counting on you, Mario Party Top 452 of you, to help us raise awareness and spread the word and get more gamers giving back. For fun. When it's up, we'll tell you. Nintendo Week is brought to you by our hosts, Alex Plant, tweet at Legend of Lex, Lee Albanese, tweet at Enalanes, that's E-N-A-L-A-N-E-S, Jackson Murphy, tweet at Cheaper by 12 Film, and Dark Alex, tweet into the abyss and destroy yourself. Myself, tweet at Colin McIsaac. That's C-O-L-I-N-M-C-I-S-A-A-C. Nintendo Week is a fan show. We are not affiliated with or operated by Nintendo, and we do not represent the brand in any way. All opinions expressed are our very own, and all games played are purchased, not provided, unless otherwise stated.